the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Give up a chance. Give up your heart. Love never fails. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today and we are uh, really in for a treat uh, in that uh, we're getting some information that is very, very relevant here in the Bay Area directly from the Director of Government Affairs and Human Trafficking of the California Massage Therapy Council, Camp, uh, Camp Camp TC, Beverly May. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, so really grateful. We were just talking offline as we prepared to come on the show about the timeliness of your participation today. Um, just for the listening audience, Ms. May has been involved in regulatory affairs regarding massage therapy for over 35 years, including being the print, uh, primary advocate for the first ever California Massage Therapy Act. Wow. In her current position with the, with the and, 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 and is it normally referred to is CAMTC or is it CAMTC? Uh, is there a, a, a we say CAMTC? Okay. Uh, some people say CAMTEC. Yes. Okay. So. That's what I've heard in the past. So um, I just wanted to make sure I was saying it right. So she, she, you know, mm-hmm. you you interact with law enforcement, local, state, and federal levels, as well as health departments, city attorneys, and district attorneys, and really help um, develop policies and proposals that uh, facilitate. Um, um, the identification of human traffickers and the abating human traffickers under the guise of massage. And so um, this is uh, this is really a much needed um, act that you've developed and, uh, uh, you know, you were the primary advocate for and and much needed act, much needed work, especially in the Bay Area uh, where, you know, the National Human Trafficking Hotline did an assessment. And I, be- I want to say that there was a proposal just an abundance of um, massage parlors that are brothels really that were fronting as massage parlors. And just this past week, there was a, uh, a an update from the city of Fremont who closed down eight massage parlors right, right in Fremont um, where I'm, I'm, we're recording this show out of the KFAX studio in Fremont um, where eight uh, massage parlors were shut down uh, because they were front. They were brothels um, participating in prostitution, but front, uh, front as a massage parlor. And I'm sure you see this all the time. Thank you so much, Beverly, for the work that you're doing. And maybe just share with us um, how did you get involved in this uh, in this in this focus? I mean, with massage or human trafficking? Both. Yeah. Well, I actually was a massage therapist okay. um, for many years, started in the 1970s, came from New York State, which had a very st- strong state law um, in the 1970s, and was very surprised to see how backwards California was in many ways. 
um, as far as no state law and uh, um, a patchwork of local ordinances. And cities and counties don't typically um, typically um, regulate professions. So they had no interest in regulating the profession of massage. Their interest was in dealing with prostitution under the guise of massage. And so they drafted some pretty onerous regulations, uh, including requirements for annual VD tests and uh, interviews with the vice squad and um, hefty fees, conditional use permits, very limited um, zoning areas, you know, zoning massage as adult entertainment. And... So in, I had actually dated many years ago a city, city manager, and he encouraged me to get involved and kind of mentored me early on. So I started working at the local level to try and improve massage regulations. And this was, you know, in the 1980s. There was no talk at the time or no awareness of human trafficking, certainly not in the under massage. So after several decades of getting very little improvement in the local regulations, I and my professional association decided to work towards some kind of uniform state law. And uh, our law was signed by Governor Schwarzenegger in 2008 and went into effect in 2009. And uh, of course, over the years, there's been more awareness of human trafficking, and I um, started being invited to some of the collaboratives and task forces, and at first thought, well, if we don't have a seat at the table, we may be on the menu, so let's see what they're coming up with. And and early on, they were just, uh, some of them were, were still making recommendations that were treating the whole profession as illicit. So um, there's been a lot of education as as everyone in this world has evolved and learned learn more and become more cooperative and, you know, working together. So um, right now I'm involved in human trafficking coalitions and collaboratives all around the state um, in a number of different counties in um and working with Polaris at the national level. Yes. Well, um, I know that we, you know, we participate in several of the coalitions and uh, uh, South Bay Coalition and Human Trafficking being one of them. And um, most recently have been in communication with Sharon Denoa uh, about uh, some letters that are going out to our legislators uh, regarding the work that you're doing and the importance of sustaining that work um, so that we can continue with this identification and abatement of, um, you know, massage parlors that are not massage parlors, right? So um, mm-hmm. uh, maybe you can fill in the listening audience about the work that is, you know, that, that certainly we're in, you know, we're standing in solidarity with the, with the um, South Bay Coalition and Human Trafficking. And, and there are other coalitions. Um, I know that uh, several others um, are also in, in Contra Costa County, um, Alameda County. The, this has been a topic of discussion. And so maybe share with the listening audience what um, what is, you know, what's going on as it relates to your organization and, and, and how they can help. So CAMTC has an unusual law. It's um, we're a private nonprofit um, authorized under state law with legislative oversight. So, um, so like all the regulatory dental board, medical board, physical therapy board, every four years or so we go through what's called the sunset review and it's before both business and professions committees, the Senate and the assembly committees. And the first hearing will be on uh, the 24th of March. And that will be to look at, is the law working? If, the, if it's not working, then what, are, um, what, needs, what changes need to be made in the law or what instructions need to be given to the board, to the regulatory entity, um, or is the law just not needed at all? So 
CAMTC, our law is a voluntary certification. The state law makes it voluntary. But um, over getting on to two-thirds of the cities and counties that used to require police permits have now, um, at some point in the last several years, have said, why should we be issuing our own permits, we're going to require that in this city you need to be CAMTC certified. And for the profession, it means they can work throughout the state without needing a police permit in every city. So it's very attractive to the profession and it's attractive to the uh, cities and counties to have us vetting the individual. So CAMTC has authority over individuals who are certified or apply to certification, and also as of 2016 over schools that apply for certification. Uh, We don't have authority over the massage businesses. That falls uh, to the local jurisdiction, but we work very much in partnership with law enforcement um, to help help them in their inspections, we train, we go around and we've trained thousands of, of uh, police and code, uh, police departments, code enforcement, city attorneys. We help uh, local government to craft the most effective regulations. We train them on how they can work together in partnership. And in a city like Fremont, several, for several years ago, they started requiring certification. So with we CMTC. are already in the, yeah. you know, working with them on these eight establishments. And, and our board is made up, over half our board is, uh, comes from local law enforcement. We have a, um, a county manager. We have someone from a public health department. We have a police chief. We have a representative of the mm. county association, a representative of the League of California Cities. We have a representative of a human trafficking organization. So it's um, very much a um, very diverse board bringing in a lot of perspectives. Awesome. So, well- we're going to take a quick break. And one of the things I'd love for you to touch on when we come back is, you know, as as you do your sunset review, are there any things that you're looking at to incorporate in this next four years, assuming that, um, you know, um, all of the support that you're receiving from the various agencies um, uh, is, you know, enough to um, uh, and, and just the, you know, your work itself is enough to kind of renew. Uh, what are some new things that you're looking at incorporating and coming? into this next season. So we're going to come right back. Um, We'll take a quick break. Thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Beverly May, the Director of Government Affairs and Human Trafficking for the California Massage Therapy Council. Uh, we were just discussing um, uh, Ms. May's uh, background in the massage industry and then realization that there was this need to uh, bring a, a bridge, create a bridge, if you will, to a local government to ensure that massage parlors and, and business practices um, were safe and 
uh, appropriate, right, for the for the industry and um, certainly not a front for human trafficking. And so um, as we, you know, as we ended the last segment, we're kind of talking about this um, this effort underway on, on the part of some coalitions and and I'm sure law enforcement and various agencies are rallying around um, Camtech to um, ensure that um, that you your your legislative or your regulatory position is renewed, right? And um, and, and certainly um, looking at maybe some new ways in which you might uh, even further impact or benefit. Um, law enforcement and and the community around making sure that the massage parlors are, um, you know, safe and doing what they say that, you know, doing what they're supposed to be doing. And so just curious, as we went to break, I was asking, is there anything new that you're looking at uh, incorporating in the coming years? Well, at this point, some of the uh, things that we've requested are little cleanup provisions, but the big issue that will be up this year is whether to allow our law to sunset and create a mandatory licensing law under Department of Consumer Affairs, like the Medical Board and Physical Therapy oh. Board have. Okay. And normally you would think a voluntary certification or mandatory licensing, you would think that licensing would be the more effective and stronger control. Mm-hmm. but. In this case, it really isn't because as a private nonprofit, there's authority that CAMTC has that a state board can't have, doesn't have. And um, and one of the big, and one is because a license is a property right, the bar to take that away is pretty high. And so you can't take away someone's license for disturbing the peace or tre- trespassing. CAMTC is a private nonprofit can because we're behavior based. So um, now with all this awareness that uh, that a great number of the people in the illicit establishments are likely trafficked, um, there's a reluctance across the country to actually arrest and file charges for for sexual crimes. So. If arrests are even being made, they're being filed as disturbing the peace or, or um, yeah, disturbing the peace is the main one. Trespassing is the other. And so CAMTC can take a look at what was the behavior that led to that. And if it was that, you know, code enforcement walked in and the women were all dressed in negligees, well, that's unprofessional conduct. So based on that, CAMTC can can deny and revoke certifications and take these people out of the stream of commerce of the traffickers. The other huge thing that we've done is to no longer recognize um, of of about 250 schools that are regulated by the State Bureau of Private Post-Secondary Education, which is under Department of Consumer Affairs, CAMTC only recognizes 75 of them. Um, Some of those schools, before we actually had authority to approve schools, we started unapproving schools based on on behavior that we were seeing, and we had somebody go in and walk out an hour later with a – having just bought a transcript. So uh, these schools are very well-organized crimes selling thousands of transcripts. And um, because of the Bureau for Private Post-Secondary Education, as a government entity, they're not only held to a different standard, but they're looking for different things. They're looking for student recovery trust fund if the school closes. They're looking for certain administrative things. CAMTC is looking to see, are they really teaching or are they selling transcripts with Mm. no education or with less, you know, barely any attendance? We're looking at the quality of the education. And so um, if CAMTC was if our law was sunsetted and a board under DCA was created, all of those schools would be selling transcripts, already selling transcripts and sending them to other states. And other states are you know, now looking at 
California transcripts more closely, but um, wow. there would be all of those people would all of those schools would be just going crazy selling transcripts. Um, and then all of the people who we have been able to deny or revoke would be uh, eligible for licensing because, as you know, it's very rare for the victims to disclose that they're victims for a number of reasons. Right. Absolutely. I want to talk about that in just a second. But before I do, uh, just for the listening audience, so um, posted on Fox News and also on the uh, City of Fremont page, um, just a couple of details. Right. So the um, operational permits for eight massage establishments last week. Um, in a multi-department city investigation found substantial evidence of prostitution activity, according to the police. And these were the Amazing Spa, uh, Lucky Star, Roland Spa, Eurasia Day Spa, Venus Skin Care Spa, uh, J&A Spa, Diamond Spa, and Princess Salon. All of those have now been officially shut down um, based on, as you said, numerous community complaints of illegal activity occurring at these businesses. Um, and so it was researched and... Um, and uh, they were um, they were taking their their licenses were removed um, that, you know, their permits rather, um, you know, that being said, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, I want to talk about who's working in these, you know, in these spas, who who is working in the spa and um, and what um, what do we need to know as a listening audience uh, about red flags, what should we be looking for when we go into massage parlors um, and nail salons? Um, you know, I don't know if you, you probably don't cover nail salons, but uh, I would imagine that there's a similar um, experience and red flags, list of red flags that we can look at. And so I want the listening audience to hear that directly from you. And so when we come back, we'll hear more from Bear. Thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Beverly May, Director of Government Affairs and Human Trafficking for the California Massage Therapy Council. Otherwise, you might hear us refer to it as Camp Tech or CAMTC during the show. And um, and so we were just talking about um, this bust that happened in Fremont and some of the, um, you know, kind of weighing out whether we go with a uh, consumer affairs uh, licensing structure or that overlay that you as CamTech provide um, that has more of a behavioral look at um, at massage parlors and works in tandem with law enforcement to issue uh, permits and or revoke permits to schools and to um, to uh, parlors. And so uh, I saw in your bio that you guys have participated in closing down 80 schools, correct? Yes. 
And so tell us well, about who's in... closing them down. Okay. But... Most of those schools are still approved by the Bureau for Private Post-Secondary Education mm. because they meet the standards under their law. But uh, CAMTC has sent someone in who's been able to buy a transcript without attending or... or um, they don't teach at all. They just teach uh, sample questions to take the exam, uh, or they let people give a transcript without attending all the hours. Um, yeah. So me- most of those schools are still open. Wow. So okay, but they, but they, but, but they, but they're not. Uh, people with those transcripts are not eligible for certification by CAMTC. I see. I see. Very okay. Thank you for making that clarifying that. Uh, so they could go and work for a massage parlor uh, with, but but it but if that massage parlor was submitted to CAMTC, then they wouldn't be able to. Is that the way that works? No, they like the city of Fremont requires certification. Milpitas requires certification. Um, all of San Mateo County. Um, and all the cities other than Menlo Park require it, San Francisco. So, In those cities, they would not be able to work in those cities that require... They would be certified. And in the other cities, some of the cities that don't currently require certification still require that the transcript be from a CAMTC-approved school. But in some cities, they just haven't gotten around to putting that into their ordinance yet. Got you. Um, so I know that Antioch, so um, Monica Wilson on our team, who's, uh, who is the our senior program manager looking after Contra Costa County for Love Never Fails, is also the Antioch City Council, an Antioch City Council member, and they recently have adopted uh, CAMTC. And so there are these new additions, right, that have come on that are in the process of, uh, well, I, I won't say recently. It's actually been a while, right? I think it's been... It's been, I think, a little over a year. Yeah, a year. And they've mm-hmm. been using it to close uh, problem establishments down. Yeah. So they have a, we work very closely with the city, and, and um, they have a good ordinance. And yeah. As I said, you know, we have this work as partners with... With the with local government, the government. So yeah. that's excellent. So, so, so you've got some visibility, I'm sure, into who is running these schools and uh, these parlors. And so, what, what you know, what what does this look like? Who who are the victims in this case? Well, according to Polaris, and I'd say this is probably pretty accurate. Eighty four percent of the women in the establishments are Chinese, Mm -hmm. Um, lesser numbers are Vietnamese, Korean, in Northern California probably um, Vietnamese, Korean, Thai, uh, somewhat Russian. You see more up in um, Sacramento area, more Russian women. And then there are also men who are being labor trafficked. I don't know about any sex trafficking of of men, but uh, in... uh, some of these places, especially the foot massage places, um, there's evidence of labor violations that may be going to the level of labor trafficking. Wow. And so just so for the listening audience, you know, I, I had the great opportunity to sit in with one of the uh, uh, South Bay uh, Coalition uh, participants, Ruth, who is a, a, a mm-hmm. awesome attorney yes. that sits on that board. And she kind of broke it down. So as you know, Love Never Fails more specializes in um, sex trafficking. We have had some labor trafficking victims in our um, in our home, but they were also sex trafficked. So that's sort of our you know our focus. But Ruth was great in educating me on labor trafficking and s- some of the you know uh, uh, wage theft laws that are out there, right? That help us understand that. Yeah. So sometimes a listening audience, it, I think it would be good to to share. Um, you know, a little around that as it relates to, you know, massage or as it relates to any kind of service, if you are required to be in a space, um, to, um, do work for, you know, 16 hours a day 
and you can't take breaks and you can't take your lunch and you're not, you know, you're only paid, let's say, when you get a customer, that is not legal, right? And so are do you guys specifically look into things like that or are you more looking at um, other other elements? Um, because we don't have authority over the establishments, we don't directly look at that, but we're... Um, that's where local government does, and we've been interacting with the Board of Industrial Relations. We've been looking at AB5, which is the bill that's the law that um, makes it much more difficult to classify people as independent contractors. Um, in my experience, not all, but a, a huge number, if not majority of massage businesses using independent contractors were misclassifying them. They should have been employees. And so I know a number of them, at least certainly legitimate ones, have been changing, um, reclassifying their staff. And I don't know about the illicit ones, but I think that will add a useful tool. I see in the article in Fremont, they worked with the Board of Industrial Relations and uh, the uh, uh, employment development. So they were looking at the classification and whether they paid proper withholding. But what we hear is that there's places where they're working 12-hour days, seven days a week, and only making tips. And I think that that's uh, probably not uncommon in some of these places, especially the ones where the prices are, you know, unbelievably low in an area with a with a minimum wage of $15 an hour, if they're charging $20 an hour for, you know, a full body massage that they're calling foot massage because they start with the feet, there's no way that they could pay the 15, the minimum wage, the withholding and cover the uh, operating expenses on a business. Yes. Right, exactly. And so it's looking at the amount that they're paying, the amount of time that it takes, and um, certainly the number of hours. So there's several violations there, right? They're not an independent contractor. That's one issue. Next is wage theft, right? Um, Because they're they're not. um, And then thirdly is the fact that they're doing sexual favors while also... You know, they may start with their massage on the foot, but then they're doing other things, right? So there's there, there's three things that are going on in that scenario, yeah. right? And so, um, so we're we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, um, I want I would love to talk about uh, you know how you work with service providers to um, care for. Uh, the people that, uh, and if you if you're aware of that at all, you know what what happens when these. Um, massage parlors are closed and what happens to the people that work there. Um, So we're going to come right back and thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. 
And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We, again, are in the studio today with Beverly May, Director of Government Affairs and Human Trafficking for the California Massage Therapy Council. And um, just kind of talking about some of the various ways in which um, human trafficking is is done and um, in massage parlors and um, and what the way that um, Camtech does their work to evaluate whether there's uh, illicit activity uh, going on and the kind of behaviors that they have observed. And so where, you know, one of my questions was what happens with the people that are working there when these, you know, like when amazing spa was shut down a week ago, what happened with the people that works work there? Well, that's a challenge that everybody is looking at. Um, Nobody really, I would say nobody really has a a single good solution. Um, In the best of environments, like in Santa Clara County, they have uh, the um, provider, service providers going and talking to the the workers uh, Mm -hmm. separate from the police and separate from the from the owners, from their handlers, mm-hmm. to uh, try and get information about whether they would like services. Um, yeah, in, for uh, example, Community Solutions would be one of those agencies. Yeah, um, yes. We and, also have, in the past, um, in one instance, we had uh, a, a, a young lady that we took in from Shanghai who had been brought here, um, you know, on a false promise and was being labor and sex trafficked out of a brothel in Milpitas and she um was placed in our in our home for um a uh um for two weeks and um you know we we that was that was really cool actually I'll just quickly share that um she only spoke Mandarin and no one on our staff speaks Mandarin and so um we actually put an email out to our community and we got 17 um people to come forward and volunteer to support her on a daily basis so she had a different person come and sit with her um, so that she felt comfortable and could speak in her native language. I was really grateful um, to all the organiz- all the it was a bunch of churches and organizations that just you know pitched in to meet her every need. I, I just thought it was a really beautiful expression of love to her and and the other thing that was really cool, Beverly, that happened um, just as just another you know <laughs> just another story is that. Um, we get we have all you know very diverse group of ladies that we support in in our home and uh, homes and we had this uh, one of our young ladies is you know she's from the city she's from the tenderloin she's you know she's she knows the streets and um, she's African American and doesn't know how, you know doesn't know how to speak Mandarin at all and then we had this young lady and the two of them learned how to communicate with each other. And it was really, really sweet. You know, they were sharing food together and pointing at things together. And um, she just kept saying how much she appreciated um, the other woman and that she had made a friend um, with her. And so anyway, just some really um, cool, you know, things that come out of um, these difficult circumstances where women are not only being pulled out of their country. Right. You said, you know, what did you say? Eighty four percent are from China. Right. So they're they're brought here on a false promise of a job. Um, And so they're they're brought here. They're put in debt bondage. They're placed in a massage parlor or a nail salon or, a you know, whatever, a a service of some 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 type as a front for a brothel. And then they, you know, and then when those places are closed or when everyone is arrested, they have nowhere to go. And it's really a tough situation for them to be in. Yeah, and as I said, you know, the if, if they would disclose, as you know, if they disclose as a victim, they get an, another a number of resources, including the ability to get to qualify for a, a T visa or T visa mm-hmm. and certain other 
you know, help getting situated, but if they don't disclose. So CAMTC works with the organizations. One of the better ones, I think, in our area is Asian Americans for Community Involvement um, down in San Jose. And their um, their advocate, uh, Heshan Shu, I think, has um, tells me that she's working with a number of women who in massage parlors, illicit establishments, who have, are not ready to reveal and ask for help yet. But, uh, you know, she's, um, I'm, I've been providing information on how they could get legitimate massage training and get established again if they want to actually do massage. She's encouraging them to, to step forwards and ask for assistance when they are, um, when they're ready to, Sharon Duran from the South Bay Coalition to End Human Trafficking, and I have been talking about having a symposium specifically to to work together on how to keep the women from being, once an establishment is closed, what is happening to these women in Fremont? Are they being trafficked to another city, to another state? How do we prevent that? And Polaris had a conference in October in Washington, D.C., specifically um, to address closing illicit massage establishments. So uh, there were some organizations there from back east who have been working on that. So Sharon and I were talking about reaching out to them and trying to to have a conference to really look at uh, at that issue of helping keep the women from continuing to be trafficked even as you close the place down. Yeah, um, you know, in uh, our situation, um, what we saw was uh, there were a few people that continued to try to contact this person that were from that community. And they were, you know, I mean, we couldn't tell for sure, but it felt to us like they were just trying to move her into the next thing that they were involved in. Uh, the the folks that didn't get arrested, and so I think that that's probably a lot more prevalent than than not, right? And yes, I would agree. And then of course the um, the fact that um, there's such a focus on you know bringing ice into the equation, and people don't know their rights. They don't know that they can say, "Hey, you know, I was promised this job, and then I was made to work here for free, and then that." automatically well not automatically but it's very compelling that they were human trafficked and they could visa or t visa right if if it, it can be corroborated yeah. and so they don't know that they qualify for that so they think automatically oh if i say something right um i will be deported back home i i'm gonna go back and you know and especially in Asian countries where it's, you know, there's a lot of shame, right. Of, on the part mm-hmm. of your family, like you were stupid enough to go with traffickers and now you're coming back here empty handed, no money. And, you know, and you're probably just cast away if you get sent back home, you know? So there's so many elements to consider, right. Um, as we think that through, um, which I'm sure you know. Um, just uh, just tying in Polaris um, for those of you who are listening, Polaris did a um, a some research and they found um, in their um, report. It's a very good report. You just go to PolarisProject.org, and it says uh, more than there were no, more than nine thousand illicit massage parlors. This was as of January one, two thousand eighteen. Nine thousand illicit massage parlors. Um, and the, these businesses were um, generating $2.5 billion a year. Um, and in this report, um, I want to say the largest um, population, I'm going from memory, I'm actually pulling it up here, but from what I recall, the largest population was in California. Um, so very um important that we continue to um that we continue to 
keep this front and center. We're going to take a break and we're going to come back and talk a little bit about ways that you can get involved with um, Beverly and the work that she's doing and support her. And then also the, some things that are going on with Love Never Fails. So we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. So we, again, um, have had a, had a great time just talking about this issue of illicit massage parlors and speaking with the expert on that topic, um, uh, the Director of Government Affairs and Human Trafficking for the California Massage Therapy Council, Beverly May. Thank you so much for being on the show. We so appreciate you and the work that you're doing is so valuable. Um I wanted to make sure that you have an opportunity to encourage. Um, I know that, you know, Sharon um, has a group of uh, a group of agencies that are signing on to a letter that was addressed to Senator Glazier and Assemblymember Lowe. Um, and, uh, it, you know, I know that you're looking for support. And so how can people support your the model that you have implemented and us being able sort of to continue with that? The the best thing would probably be to write to the committees, and it would be Senator Steve Laser uh, of the Senate Business and Professions Committee and um, Assemblymember Evan Lowe of the Assembly Committee. Um, I don't know if you want me to give you – give my email where if they, you know, have trouble Googling for the address – but they can just send an email and ask that yep. CAMTC be continued. Absolutely. We have a number of uh, human trafficking organizations that have signed support, the California Police Chiefs Association, the Sheriff's Association, Code Enforcement. You know, a number of entities are, are um, asking the legislature to retain this model. Awesome. And so I have state for the Honorable Steve, Stephen Glacier, who is the chair of the Senate Standing Committee on Business Professions and Economic Development. That's State Capitol Room 5108, Sacramento, California, 95814. And the Honorable Evan Lowe, also chair, Assembly Standing Committee on Business and Professions, State Capitol. And that is State Capitol Room 4126, Sacramento, California, 95814. You can also email Beverly at what's your email address Beverly B-M-A-Y at C-A-M-T-C dot org okay so if you didn't catch my quick rattle there uh, you can catch it on podcast because we, we always replay this uh, but uh, you can also reach out to Beverly for more information and see how you can support the awesome work that she's doing uh, thank you again Beverly we really appreciate that um, and uh and then we have some other uh, events going on in the community that we want to make sure that you're aware of. We're going out on street outreach on Saturday, the 21st, uh, March 21st from 7 uh, until midnight, as we usually do. We are meeting at um, uh, Gateway Church 
and you can get the information for that uh, in San Jose. Uh, we can, uh, you can get the information for that location on our website, but it is Gateway Church. And uh, please bring uh, toiletries and um, uh, bars and water to share. And um, we specifically want to get Purell hand sanitizer and gloves out there um, because people who are in the streets are impacted by Corona as or could be impacted by Corona. So anything we can do to help them to stay clean would be great. Um, so please, uh, please do meet, meet us out there on the 21st, that's Saturday, 21st, seven o'clock. Also, um, we are delivering a presentation at the Eden multi-center, a uh, multi-service center in S, uh, so, uh, social services, SSA building um, on Wednesday, March 25th from 11, uh, 10 to 1130. And um, I'll be talking about what is human trafficking and also how we remove barriers to employment for survivors. And so come on out and uh, join us there. Also, we have our introduction to uh, cybersecurity and programming workshop, our ICAP workshop um, in San Jose, 12 to 5 p.m. on March the 28th. Uh, we have 14 seats left. It is free, and you will learn how to code a video game in Python and also some security. Um, you'll understand some security terminology as well. We're providing free business attire and backpacks. And um, you, you need only be 16 and up and um, certainly a member of our underserved, under-resourced community, trafficked, domestic violence, homeless reentry, immigration, foster care, any of those apply, please come out and join us the 28th, 12 to 5 at the Kingdom Worship Center International Church of San Jose. And we're super excited about that. Also on April 4th, um, we are um, gathering together in whatever city you are in uh, for community prayer. And so just praying over people who are impacted by human trafficking from 430 to 530. So shoot me an email if you're going to join us so we at least know that you're praying where you are. Uh, and you can do that at prayer at loveneverfailsus.com. And lastly, I'm speaking at Women of Silicon Valley, May 4th at 7, uh, the, May 4th and 5th is the conference. I'm speaking on the 5th, I believe it is. And uh, I'm actually talking about how it feels to be a survivor of trauma and work in corporate America and how you can overcome some of those hurdles. So please do join us. Um, and lastly, uh, just want to invite you to just uh, like our pages, Love Never Fails, uh, Inc. on Facebook, and uh, certainly our website, loveneverfailsus.com. Um, just stay engaged. And of course, lastly, if you haven't heard it before, you need to hear it again. We want to make sure that you know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Give up.